0: You're ready for Fantasy Week 24. The playoffs are in full swing. The fantasy playoffs, that is. The end of the regular season approaching for Major League Baseball. Some of the good teams playing very poorly right now. Uh, but we're not here to talk about that. Let's talk about your fantasy team, and we're going to help you set your lineup for the upcoming week. Adam Azer, Scott White, Al Melchior on Fantasy Baseball today for Sports.com. It's early Sunday afternoon, September 11th, and a busy day here around the office. Everybody's got their football jerseys on. There's like five times as many people as there has been in the past when we come in on Sundays. And Al is the only one in this room who's not wearing a jersey. That, that's because I'm undecided. You know, Scott is the Falcons fan here
1: in his uh, Matt Ryan jersey. You got your, your Jason Seahorn on, right? I have not bought a jersey
0: in over a decade.
1: Well, that's part of the problem, too, you know, because <laughs> back when I you know was rooting for teams and hadn't moved around so much, all that stuff's, you know, worn out and yeah. not fitting. So I, I need to restock, but I, I don't really have. Uh, a single NFL team that I, I really root
0: for anymore. So, so so, there it is. Well, why don't you pick the Packers, then? You'll all be right. happy. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's baseball time, guys, and I know the listeners want to hear about baseball, so let's do it. Scott's got his hitting planner out, Al his pitching planner. There are so many injuries. We can't really get into all of them because the information will change, so you'll want to check the news site, fantasynews.cbssports.com. Now the hitting planner. Five best matchups of the week, Scott. The Phillies, the White Sox, Marlins, Rays and Giants. Phillies, White Sox, Marlins, Rays, San Francisco Giants. Fringe guys to start.
2: Well, a few guys you might want to consider. Hey, Diane Viciato, obviously it didn't go well for him this last week as a sleeper, but still plenty of power potential that he can contribute for you right away. The Marlins have an interesting situation with Logan Morrison. He would be an attractive sleeper, but now he's dealing with a knee issue and uh looks like he might miss that first series there. So probably not a guy to go with um, in, in your lineup this week. And, uh, yeah, it looks like not many good options on these five teams. Really? A.J. <laughs> Przinski? No, I actually have him as a sit because of uh, a lefty-righty issue going on with the White Sox and, and Tyler Flowers. Uh, they like to start Flowers against the lefties since Przinski came back from a wrist injury and the White Sox have three lefties on the schedule this week, so even though they're good matchups, I don't know that a four-game week is going to be a good time to start Pierzynski. But Carlos Belchon, good start? Yeah, that would be a good one. Um, I I just really like the way he's hit coming back from the hand injury. Didn't seem like he was 100%, but uh, a few multi-hit games right away, two doubles, two triples, and a homer, I think, over his last... uh, uh, 10 games or so, so he he's hitting well and they have good matchups, obviously. Five worst matchups, the Boston Red Sox,
0: Astros, Orioles, Rockies, Twins. Red Sox, Astros, Orioles, Rockies, Twins. Give me something. Give me some sits.
2: Well, a, a definite sit this week would be Seth Smith and part of it's because of the bad matchups, part of it because three lefties on the schedule for the Rockies. Um, Jared Saltalamachia would probably be somebody to avoid. He's a borderline guy usually. And uh, Carlos Lee, a big-time sit for me this week, not only because of the matchups for him, but another lefty-righty situation. His OPS is about 300 points higher against lefties than righties, and the Astros this week have uh, only one lefty in their six games. So bad time for Carlos Lee.
0: Catcher. Al, Jesus Montero, three home runs and 23 at-bats entering Sunday's games. He's owned in 54% of leagues. Do you like him? You want to roll the dice?
1: I think I would because the Yankees catching situations thinned out uh, over the weekend, and Montero's off to this great start, so I think his playing time can only go upwards. I think he's a good play this week.
2: How about Willin Rosario uh, for the Colorado Rockies? Yeah, they called him up, and he started three straight games, so it looks like they're definitely giving him an extended look. But I mentioned earlier the Rockies, not among the best matchups this week. They go against the Brewers and the Giants in their six-game week, so obviously a lot of high-end pitchers on the schedule. And uh, Rosario, he hit a homer but hasn't done much else, so I'd avoid him for now. I believe it is Willeen Rosario, so I pronounced that wrong. Sorry about that. Giovanni Soto, catcher for the Cubs, starter sits Soto. He's just been awful. Um <laughs> just really not doing anything striking out every game it seems like, and uh yeah it's one o four batting average over his last sixteen games down to two twenty five for the year and uh i yeah, I just don't see much justification to start him in mixed leagues right now, Soto Lamacchia or soto I guess i 'll go with Soto if that's the choice, but uh somebody like Jesus Montero, I would definitely go with over soto um yeah.
0: Okay. First base now. You don't like Carlos Lee? Do you like Carlos
2: Pena? I do. Four home runs in his last ten games, and uh, even though I'm not high on Soto, the Cubs don't don't have uh, don't have bad matchups this week. Going against the Astros for a three game series and the Reds for a four game series, so uh, a good time for Pena to keep this hot streak going and give you some cheap homers. Al,
0: Freddie Freeman, starter sit.
1: Uh, I would say start, and I'm guessing Scott's probably more up-to-date on this than me. I know he had some injury issues uh, just a few days ago. Yeah, Yeah, he's
2: dealing with a couple things um, that sounds like he's going to have to play with them for the season, pretty much. A strained hip flexor and a sore quadriceps. But he started both games of a doubleheader Thursday after this report came out, (laughs) and he started... Through the weekend, I think he had three multi-hit games in his last four, so I guess that's reason enough to stick with him, um, even with those injuries going on.
0: you guys want to hear my Freddie Freeman story? Go ahead. Of course. <sighs> so I, I commissioner one league, the only league I'm still alive in, and somebody in the league that was out, that was eliminated, he decided to drop five guys. He dropped Steven Strasburg, he dropped Freddie Freeman. He just dropped them. He didn't even add anyone, he just dropped them. So instead of adding these guys back to his roster, I just I sent out a note to the four teams that were left, and I said, nobody's allowed to pick up the following guys, and Freddie Freeman was one of them. So I was in the, I'm in the playoffs. I set my lineup a couple weeks ago for a two-week uh, scoring period, and I picked up Freddie Freeman. Oh, and ah. I,
2: I advised you, you to, pick, you advised up Freddie me to Freeman. pick up Freddie
0: Freeman. And I totally forgot that I wasn't allowed to. <laughs> so my opponent, a few days ago, he's like, Whoa! You picked up Freddie Freeman. I'm like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. So if I win, I'm going to go to my bench, and I'm going to select the player who performed just worse than him, closest to Freeman but worse, and I'm going to substitute him in and go back in the scoring and see if I win. But I, I'm probably going to lose.
1: Well, who was the first baseman that he, he replaced? Because I think he should use that guy's score,
0: to be fair. I don't remember. It might have been Kadire. Kadir. But it was obviously I did it for an injury reason. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Actually, you know what? He, I use him as a utility.
2: So yeah. I don't, okay.
0: I don't remember who it was.
2: You'll remember this conversation was like, "What is Freeman doing <laughs> yes, there? If, exactly. he's, if he's there, why don't you pick him up? <laughs> hey, that's, that's what he's obvious. doing there." Scott. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was.
1: So it's the old tell your league mates not to pick somebody up, so that you could pick. Him. <laughs> I was
0: such a, a lapse. Uh, I, <laughs> uh-huh. Adam Adam Lind, guys, is he is he banged too banged up or too cold to start or what's going on? Well, he's
2: back from a wrist injury, but. The injury had been bothering him from about mid-August. Might have been contributing to the second half slide of his. And even though he's back, he hasn't been doing anything more, really. So I uh, I would avoid Lind, particularly because the Blue Jays are a team with only five games on the schedule this week. All right, second base. Guess who we start off with? Well, let's see. What
1: <laughs> second baseman do we always talk about, and we ju- what team did we just mention? That would be the Blue Jays' Kelly Johnson. Kelly Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> start, start or sit, Al? Well, only five games, plus he's Kelly
2: Johnson, so I think you sit him. Okay. Yep. Jason yep. Kipnis is back, fellas. Start or sit? You got to sit him. I, I would like to start him because I think he's good and uh, would be an immediate contributor for you, but the Indians haven't been playing him regularly. They've been platooning him with Jason Donald and uh, yeah looks like two three lefties in their six game week so that doesn't make sense to start Kipnis.
0: Dustin Ackley got hot and then he cooled off again. Starter said Ackley Al? Yeah? Uh,
1: I think probably you start him because there frankly aren't really a whole lot of options that you can go to uh, at this point. Um, you so. like him better than Johnson and Kipnis? Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah, I, I, he's more reliable. I think, even though, like you said, he's had some ups and downs, but I, w- I would uh, keep him in my lineup.
0: And
2: Ben Zobrist, Scott, he's been cold. He has been, and you know, remember, he was dealing with that neck injury. That uh, even Joe Madden, compared to the issue he had last year when he hit under 200 for the second half. So they say it's not as serious, and he's back in the lineup and all of that. But he's wasn't hitting well before he set out. Hasn't been hitting well since he came back. I kind of have a feeling this neck injury is bothering him more than he's letting on, kind of like it did all of last season. So to me, that's reason enough. If you have a Dustin Ackley or if you have a Jemile Weeks or if you have somebody else out there like that, um, I would go with them over the normally must-start option like like, uh, Ben Zobrist. Third base, would you start Chipper Jones this week,
1: Al? Most weeks, I'd I'd be sort of averse to starting Chipper Jones. But again, you know, it's sort of like what we were just saying with second base. I'm not sure that I'd find anybody on waivers that I
2: would like any better. So most likely, yes, I would start him. Danny Valencia, starter or sit? You're going to sit him? And e- even before he, he, he came down with a shoulder issue on Sunday, uh, I had Valencia as a sit this week. And it's the lefty-righty thing we've talked about with him before. Just all of his damage— Against left-handed pitchers, pretty much hitting about two twenty against righties, and only five games on the schedule for the Twins, four of them against righties. Okay,
0: shortstop, I am loving D Gordon right now, fellas, and D Gordon owned in just thirty-four percent of leagues, especially if you need steals right now. I feel like he's a pretty good option at short.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure what I'm missing there. I think he's really underowned. Uh, yeah, I think I- people are just out of it. No, it's yeah, yeah, probably, probably yeah, some but of that. If you're in it, uh,
0: yeah, Gordon's a guy to look at for sure.
2: Okay. 4-15, 6 steals in his last nine games. Yeah, that's going into Sunday's action. You know Escobar. Is he too banged up to start? That would probably be part of the reason to stay away from him. I think it's an elbow issue yeah, he has going on. Yeah, he elbow, yeah. And uh, as we mentioned with the other Blue Jays, five games this week, you know, a lot of leagues you're not going to have a better option than Escobar no matter what. But with uh, – we we've seen a few shortstops come around recently like D Gordon and uh like uh How about like Scudero and, and Lowry? See, I probably wanna I probably want to go with them, but I, I feel like there's somebody out there that I'm missing. For call maybe? Not for no. call. Somebody decent that we're all blanking on now <laughs> and making this into a terrible podcast right, segment think about it, so think I'll, about I'll keep thinking about that one yeah
0: we'll go to the outfield now we told you to start carlos belchon and we told you to look into logan morrison as he's a little banged up right now how about brett gardner brett gardner
2: eh just kind of cold these days yeah not only that but uh He's been sitting for Andrew Jones some against lefties again. Three lefties on the schedule in a six game. I, I feel like this is going on for every player, but yeah. but it well, it's really important thing to look yeah, at. Yeah, no, I mean at this time of year, um, these these platoon pictures are as clear as ever, and uh, I feel like Brett Gardner. You can only trust him to play four games this week, and that's not going to be a good situation.
0: Do you guys trust either Alex Rios or Jason Bay? Jason Bay has been really ripping it up.
1: Yeah, Bay's intriguing. Um, going back to your other guy, Rios. Now, nah, I mean, I know he has picked up lately, but well, Grand Slam action the other day. Yeah, so you know more power lately, but I not enough for me to to trust him uh, outside of a deeper league. Bay. Uh, he has been hitting, I think, for a little more extended period of time and, and seems to be uh, getting more comfortable at the plate, uh, according to some reports. So, uh, you know, with some outfielders banged up and people, you know, needing a, a, an extra outfielder for championship week or, or just down the stretch in a roto league, I think Bay is worth a shot.
0: Hideki Matsui, starter sit. Uh,
1: Generally, I would say sit. He is out of the lineup on Sunday. There's no report uh, as of this taping that there's any injury or anything like that, but it is something to maybe check up on. But that said, uh, assuming he is fine, I still think he's a sit.
0: Let's try to devour these injuries, news, and notes. There are just so many right now. It's a shame. A lot of really good players dealing with injuries as the season kind of wears out, wears on, and uh, wears these guys out. And you know what? Teams don't want to risk injury. To young guys, and playoff teams want to rest the guys that aren't that healthy right now, so it doesn't make for good fantasy news. Anyway, Ricky Weeks was activated. Jimmy Rollins was activated. Can we start either of these guys in Week 24?
2: Rollins was one guy I was looking at. um, Obviously not a low-end guy uh, at the shortstop position. Somebody I think I might be willing to trust over, you know, Escobar this week they haven't gotten him back in the lineup yet. They I think as of Saturday they were going to say they were saying he was going to just come off the bench for four or five games, but you're talking about an eight game week for the Phillies and for someone like Rollins, four or five games and you're talking about a five game week for Escobar. I think I'd rather take the Rollins even though there's some risk there that uh, it could end up taking longer than that and then weeks is kind of uh kind of a reason why I wouldn't be that hesitant to start Rollins. Weeks is already back in the lineup. He got back in at Sunday, I think sooner than most people expected. The Brewers uh, were they were saying that he wouldn't necessarily play that full game and it doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be the starter going forward. They, they want to see how his ankle responds to this. Uh, but I think if they're willing to get him in there, then he must be pretty close and has a good chance of coming out of it okay. So I would Lean towards starting Rollins for sure because of the shortage of options at the position. Milwaukee's another game with uh, another team with only five games this week, so I might be a little more hesitant to start Weeks, but um, in a, in a deeper league, if you don't have alternatives there, it looks like you can trust him again. Chase Utley sit this week, right, with a concussion.
1: Yeah, I think so. He's probably going to be back midweek, and that might even be a little optimistic. So pretty risky.
0: Andre Ethier out for the season
2: with the knee injury. Is that a definite or just a most likely out for the season? It seemed pretty definite. Okay. It was kind of not out of nowhere because we talked about it as a possibility, but Mattingly one day was just like, yep, he's out for the he's year. done.
0: Okay. <laughs>
2: Brian Wilson, what's the latest here? He, he looks like he's going to be able to uh, get back – pretty soon. Uh, I know he, he had a throwing session and came out of it okay, and they're looking at getting him back here for the last couple weeks of the season. Not to the point where you can start him yet, but uh, it's looking pretty favorable for him. Starter sit, Carlos Quentin? I would sit him um, with his shoulder issue going on. It's it's hard to know how much he's going to play through that. Kevin Uchulis? Now, Euclis—he's got like yeah. six
0: injuries. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, he's got this hip issue, uh, and the, the, apparently the beginnings of a sports hernia, which seems to be happening more and more. Or maybe it's just my imagination. But um, he sports is sports has even taken over the medical
0: <laughs> profession. Yes, you know, so many sports hernias these days. go well, go on.
1: Yeah, so uh, Euclis is is reportedly going to play through this, but there's you know questions about. Uh, whether that's really going to be the case over the next two and a half weeks and how effective he'll really be. So I, I think in shallower leagues, he's somebody you have to at least take a look at your your alternative for.
2: Justin Morneau, is it fair to say he's likely out for the year? Or is it premature? It's premature. They still act like they want him to come back in D.H., I'm personally thinking he's probably out for the year, but I can't say that until the team does. So we're sitting him this week.
0: Yeah. Jake Peavy's out for the year. So what's up with the White Sox rotation?
2: Well, I just
1: assumed that they would revert to the five-man rotation. But, you know, silly me, they're, they're going to stick with six. And um, so they've got a, a rookie, uh, Axelrod, that uh, reportedly may fill in on, on Wednesday. Uh, they're going to bump up Danks uh, to, to Monday. Um, Danks then becomes really the probably the most impactful thing here is Danks becomes a two-start guy in oh, week 24. Okay. So good uh, good uh, guy to get active there. But um, otherwise, yeah, not much of, of an impact.
0: Alex Rodriguez, Nick Swisher, these guys are a little banged up. A-Rod's going to miss a few days. He seems like a risky start, but it's third base.
2: Yeah, no, he's pretty risky. It yeah. looks like uh, he's going to be, like you said, three or four days. And he's not doing anything lately. When he's been hel- when he's been in, uh, yeah, same thumb injury too, so it's just not healing.
0: Nick Swisher starter sit.
2: Uh, Girardi's talking like he'll be able to get back in the lineup Monday. Tendonitis in the elbow, but I don't know. He's talking about Swisher's talking about sharp pains there. I have my doubts he'll be that effective, even if he does come back. So I'd probably sit him. Josh Beckett this week, Al. Probably. Probably over the weekend. Uh, they still
1: have a TBD assignment for uh, Friday. I could definitely see Beckett uh, sliding in. A, a risky start because uh, he's not officially uh, back in the rotation, but um, you know, I think especially in the deeper league, it's it's probably worth the risk.
0: Okay, Adam Jones, not only is he dealing with an ankle injury, but he's also slumping starter Sid Adam Jones.
2: He's got Jeff Neiman, David Price, Dan Heron, Irvin Santana. Sit him. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) What's the latest with the Braves injured pitchers?
1: Hansen could be back in the final week. Jurgens, extremely unlikely to return this season. And uh, that's pretty much it. So you still got Mike Minor there. You got uh, here's another development from deeper leagues Randall Delgado, the likely starter this Wednesday
0: over um, Julio Tehran, who will go to the bullpen. Michael Pineda not starting this week. He'll make one more start this season. It will be in week 25, not this week, which is week 24. Check on Carlos Gonzalez, Choi Tulowitzki. Michael Kodair hasn't started since September 5th, so it doesn't look great for him, guys, right?
2: No, it doesn't. Um, he's still dealing with that same wrist injury, and I just have a feeling that's going to plague him off and on the rest of the year. And Mike Stanton now, starter sit? Uh, I think sit because, well, in fact, I'm
1: not sure what the, uh, I was thinking Logan Morrison, he's going to miss half the week. Stanton, I'm not sure what timeline defender
2: Well, defend he, he came is. back Friday, Yeah. tried to come back, and, right. and just looked so awful running to first. So Jack McKeon was like, what are you doing? And removed uh, him from the lineup. Shook his and, fist. Angry. Yeah, it's, uh, they're going to let him rest longer they, than the
1: original, I think. Yeah, they're playing for nothing, and they've got a ton of guys that they want to give a look at. So uh, I would say sit Stanton.
0: One-start pitchers, then the two-start pitchers. Steven Strasburg, he's he's pitching right now, isn't he? Yes. So do you know how he's doing? I have absolutely no idea. Do you have what, internet? I, I have internet. So, <laughs> to, uh, that, to that big box thing in front of you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to advise people to start Steven Strasberg if he's getting lit up as we speak. I
1: did see a tweet that said his velocity was down. I almost wonder if that was, you know... Sar- sarcasm, or but let's uh, <laughs> right have a look. It must be going well for Strasburg. The Nats are leading uh, five to one in, in the eighth inning. I'm sure he's long out of the game. So is he a good start next week? Oh yeah, no, he's he's a good start. I mean, we'll make sure there's there's no developments here to be worried about. But he's he looked outstanding in his first start. Here's the line from his second start here on Sunday. Ooh, three innings, uh, one earned run, four strikeouts, no walks uh so uh we'll okay we're not going these. to
0: advise uh to start him just yet you're gonna yeah. have to look that one up on the site fantasynews.cbssports.com mark burley has been crushed in two straight starts he's at the royals he's owned in 81 percent of leagues but started in 53 percent
2: yeah i would uh think you'd probably want to sit him then
0: bartolo cologne at toronto he was good last time out start or sit uh, at, yeah, at
1: Toronto this week, I don't think that's a good matchup for him and uh, not been very good on the whole for the last uh, month and a half or so. Sit Cologne.
0: Another bad start for Trevor Cahill. I, I don't see what you guys are seeing. I just see a bad pitcher. Five innings, five <laughs> earned runs. He's got Detroit at home. He started in less than half our leagues. I wouldn't touch him. Well, yeah,
1: with, with so little time left, Detroit's a tough matchup. Definitely sit him for this week. I'm not sure he's got any good starts left this season. I still like him long term, though.
0: That's fine, but I mean I feel like we we always try to sugarcoat it with him, but he's just he's well, garbage so often. It's getting worse before yeah. it gets better. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Alexio Gondo home against Cleveland.
1: Uh yeah, I think he's worth a start as your kind of your back of the rotation guy. Um yeah, you know, I I'm still a little concerned about there being fatigue with the innings that he's thrown, but uh You know, I think there's, first of all, there's very limited options this week, especially among 2 start pitchers. So somebody like Oganda, who gets one start and has been good more often than not, uh, I think he's worth a shot.
0: Randy Wolf has allowed three-earned runs in 15 innings over his last two starts, came against St. Louis and Philadelphia. He's at the Reds this week. He's owned in 76% of leagues, started in 48.
1: And I did not have him as an advisable start in standard mixed leagues in the pitching planner. And I think it partially had something to do with matchups, uh, if my memory is serving me correctly. So, again, it's one of these weeks where you don't have a lot of options. Maybe as a last resort, uh,
0: you could go with Wolf, but I, I would look elsewhere first. Are you at all intrigued with uh, Dana Evelyn, Dodger starter right now? 2 0, 0.60 ERA. Uh, he is facing Pittsburgh, who we already pitched very well against, and he's barely owned.
1: Yeah, it's a good matchup. Scott and I were actually talking about this earlier today because uh, Evelyn, and I'm pretty sure it was last season when he started the year with the Blue Jays. He yeah. was the ERA leader after yeah, about three sure starts. Too. And uh, then he was awful. And I could see something very similar happen here with Evelyn where uh, he looks great right now, but he could really make you sorry if you keep him in your lineup.
0: So before we get to the two-star pitchers, we do have a Steven Strasburg update, Al.
1: Yeah, it turns out it's a pitch count issue, and um, you may recall that when we talked about uh, the pitch count restrictions before his first start. I was very surprised he went the five innings, but he was just so efficient in that first start. Uh, here on Sunday, he threw 57 pitches, but it took him three innings, just three innings Whoa. to get up there. So that's the reason why he was pulled. Not a Fortunately, not a health thing, not even a performance thing, but it is a reason to be very cautious uh, with him next week. So I would say advisable in standard mixed leagues if you're really lacking something more reliable. Two start pitchers, Gio
0: Gonzalez, Angels, and Tigers at home.
1: Uh, Yeah, he's been great at home. I think we've talked about that recently, so uh, I see no problems there with Gio Gonzalez.
0: Roy Oswalt at Houston, home against St. Louis.
1: Good the last time out. I had some concerns about Oswalt before,
0: but again, given the lack of options this week, he's an advisable start. Chad Billingsley, Arizona and Pittsburgh at home. Billingsley, I think, lasted two and a third in his last outing.
1: Yeah, not great bef- the outing before that, but then... A lot of
0: not great.
2: Well... A lot I... of not great. He's yeah. had a really bad season. <laughs> and I'm, I'm tired of making excuses for Chad Billingsley. Oh, no, I'm not. I don't... I'll don't. i make excuses for no, him. No, right? he's bad. When I, I looked him up earlier this year, or earlier this week. It was Monday, I guess. And of the 100 pitchers that ranked that were eligible for the ERA title. He was 91st in whip, giving Yikes. up more than a hit per inning this year. So it's not just the walks.
1: It's, it's been an off year for him. It's, it is the walks. It's, also, it's, it's the bay bit because he's been a, a bad guy on line drives this year. But um, not a terrible run before his last two starts. I If you got him in your rotation, I have a feeling you're not going to be able to find somebody much better. So this week I would stick with him.
0: Matt Harrison. Scott would not. (laughs) No. Matt Harrison has Cleveland and Seattle at home. Oh, no, Cleveland at home, Seattle on the road. Like a
1: lot of these younger pitchers who've gotten some rest uh, with teams that have gone to six-man or have had a lot of days off, uh, Harrison looks revitalized. So um, he seems to be back on a roll. Uh, Definitely need to keep him in a two-start week, keep him active.
0: Kyle Loesch at Pittsburgh, at Philadelphia, Scott. Starter set.
2: I don't think I would start Kyle Loesch outside of an NL only league, regardless of the circumstances. And I know he was pretty good last time out, but it's just, he's too ugly too often. Okay. How about
0: Jeff Neiman at Baltimore and at Boston? It's a risk. Uh, but you know, I'll echo something
1: Scott said in a earlier recent podcast that uh you know if you've had him in your rotation for this long with two starts, probably worth the risk. You guys are
2: crazy. So uh Really? You'd really one starts one of those starts is at, at Baltimore. Yeah. And and even though it's four Not so good starts in a row. Only the last one was really bad.
0: So you say one of those starts is at Baltimore. You're aware the other one is at Boston. Okay.
2: (laughs) I am aware of
1: that. But a terrible, terrible start. You're going to lose, what, maybe five, six points if it's really a disaster as opposed to how many points you might get against the Orioles? And who did Wade Davis throw a
2: complete game against this weekend? Yeah.
0: I mean, the Red Sox certainly are not. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Red Sox certainly are not playing very well. It happens. I mean,. But Neiman's not pitching It's well. not like the He's, Red
2: Sox are going to score 10 runs he, every time out. And, and, uh, we'll go no, ahead and we'll finish I was just going to
1: say, again, in a different week, and I, I know I keep saying the same thing, but it's relevant for so many pitchers who you might find on the bubble. And this week I think Neiman would be a guy that you consider to be on the bubble. But um, there's only 33 guys making two starts. That's not very many. So, and that's usually who you count on uh, in a typical week. You might have a guy like a, you know, recent weeks, like a James McDonald yeah. or um, a Mark Beerly who gets two
2: starts and you would stream them in. You don't really have those options this week. Not very many of them. I'll tell you this much. I am starting Jeff Neiman over Chad Billingsley. Okay. Okay, that works. <laughs> Dylan G, starter sit. He's got Washington and
0: Atlanta. He's owned in about half our leagues. And he can enjoy those starts. Uh, he's uh, among those
1: where I draw the line and say, even in a, in a week with few options, you can't afford
0: to use Dylan G. Rick Porcello, White Sox on the road, Oakland on the road.
1: Yeah, that one's a little more tempting uh, with the matchups, especially the A's, but sort of a similar story there um, with G and others. I mean, Porcello just hasn't been that good lately. Um, sort of an interesting discovery uh, that I made too with him that he's opponents are batting something over like over two eighty against him on ground balls. And it turns out that the Detroit infield defense has been pretty wretched. Uh-huh. Um, Johnny Peralta's been good, but other than that, it's it's been wretched. So you just can't count on Porcello to uh, keep guys
0: off base. I like the matchups for Joe Saunders, people, at the Dodgers, at the Padres. And he's owned in 42% of leagues. Anybody want to take a little flyer on Mr. Saunders?
2: It sounds like a reasonable flyer. I I just can't imagine myself taking that flyer okay. on mixed leagues. I'm not one of those people who would settle for any anybody off the waiver wire as long as he's taking two starts. It has to be a pitcher I'd consider owning regardless of two-start status for me to look into him, but that's that's more of a general. I could see him being a, a decent sleeper. It's just not my thing. Like Zach Britton? Would he be your thing? No, not really either. Even though I, I Well, no, I like the way he's been pitching recently, but I— if I'm in a head-to-head league and I'm and playing now, it's because I'm in the playoffs. And if I'm in the playoffs now, it's because I have better pitchers than Zach Britton already on my roster. Yeah, but he's got good matchups here.
0: Rays and Angels at home. Uh, home, not, not a good park. But Rays strike out a ton. The Angels, don't, they're not a great lineup.
1: Not no, I, I agree with you, Adam. And, I, you know, at home, you're right, not a great park. But Britton's a good ground ball pitcher. And he's been back to that lately now that he's healthy and, and uh apparently revitalized. So I actually do like him as a guy that, again, if you're stretching to get an extra start into your into your rotation, I would go
0: with him over somebody like
1: Saunders or Porcello or G, for sure.
0: Eric Surkamp, the Padres and at, at home uh, for the Giants. Pa- Giants pitcher here, Eric Surkamp. He's got the Padres at home, and he's got the Rockies on the road. He's only owning 17% of leagues.
1: Yeah, that Padres start's probably going to be real nice for him. Then he goes to Colorado.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No,
1: don't trust him there.
0: <laughs> to El Pinheiro at Oakland at Baltimore. Pass. Ross Detweiler at the Mets and home against the Marlins. Pass. Okay, any of these guys that you want. Dontro Willis, Tim Wakefield, Brad Lincoln, Esmil Rogers, Chris Volstad, Rodrigo Lopez.
1: None of the above. The only one that even makes me... Slightly interested is Brad Lincoln, but none are, are really viable for uh, for mixed leagues.
0: It's email time, people. DM Fantasy Baseball at CBS.com, and we start out with the hitters' dugout. Dear Fantasy Triplets, pick three total starters, maximum of two outfielders of the three. B.J. Upton, Dexter Fowler, Paul Goldschmidt, Corey Hart, Joe Mauer, Ben Revere. B.J. Upton, Fowler, Goldschmidt, Hart, Maurer, Revere. Pick three.
1: I, I'm inclined to go let me see. Oh, nope, I picked three outfielders. Got to play this game differently. <laughs> all right, so we are. You don't listen, Al. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so. All right, here we go. B.J. Upton, Dexter Fowler, Joe
2: Maurer. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, I would go against that. I would go Upton, Hart, and Maurer. Okay, here we go. Cristobal in Puerto Rico, head-to-head points league.
0: Uh, pick two. You need win- He needs wins here. Jeff Neiman. Have we talked about him? Jeff yeah. Neiman, Guillermo Moscoso, Dana Eveland, Brett Myers, Rodrigo Lopez, Chin Ming Wong, Ross Detweiler, Tim Wakefield.
1: All right. Well, <laughs> you, you know, I think we both, I I'll speak for myself, I would definitely pick Neiman. You know who I would pick second here? Somebody that we didn't talk about who's a great two-star, not great, great sleeper two-star pitcher this week, Guillermo Moscoso. Yes. Okay. I love I like Moscoso a lot. Great at-home, At two home starts, including the Angels, who
0: don't hit very well. Kate in Windsor, California. 12-team head-to-head points league with four keepers. I'm keeping Kemp, Pedroya, Jose Bautista. Um, then I must choose between Carlos Santana, Jay Bruce, and Matt Holiday. So, Not Bruce. Okay, then pick one, Santana or Holiday.
1: I'll go Holiday here, and it's closer... Then maybe you would think because
2: I, I do, and, uh, like, yeah, I do a, like Santana. A points but. league, Santana's the number one catcher, and he might even get better if he learns to hit for average. But I think I'd go holiday also. Chris
0: in Los Angeles. Uh, roll with Kurt Suzuki or pick up Jesus Montero?
2: I would. I think I'd go with. Uh, I'd take a chance on Jesus Montero at this point. Suzuki's production is eh. Two-start
0: Moscoso at home or Verlander. Or Guerra yeah, with but, seven... What is this? I think it was
1: versus Verlander.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. To start Moscoso or Guerra with seven games at home. Wins and saves both count as seven points.
2: So Javi Guerra I, or Moscoso. I had to make that same decision this week. Um, oh. and I, I think I... Well, you know, maybe not. I, I'm going to go with Guerra because I couldn't afford to have Moscoso on my roster. But I think if I had them both there, I'd go with Moscoso.
0: And finally, Gabe in Long Beach, California. Was hoping you could discuss a couple of second basemen. Would you start Aaron Hill or Howie Kendrick?
2: I would start Howie Kendrick. All right. Just because of the extra game they have this week. Jamile Weeks or Howie Kendrick? You know what? I was thinking Aaron Hill's still a Blue Jay. He's not. He's a Diamondback. He is a Diamondback. But I think I'd still go Kendrick. Would you pick up Jamile Weeks instead of Kendrick? I would. Yeah, Jamile Weeks I like a lot. He's good at home, and he's good against righties, and uh, all righties at home in a seven-game week.
0: And also Gabe says he wants to know why Al is so high on Jeff Neiman (laughs) with garbage garbage matchups two weeks in a row with negative fantasy production. Uh, Well, luckily, Gabe, we already answered that. We do have to cut it short. Sorry, fellas. Um, We have a busy studio here, and it's time for some fantasy football work. Lauren Shahadi and Dave Richards. Are coming at you. So send us an email at DM Fantasy Football, DM Fantasy Baseball at CBS.com, or if you listen to the Fantasy Football Podcast, Fantasy Football at CBS uh, To Al and Scott and all our listeners, thanks and good luck in week twenty four. We're back on Tuesday.